0: Welcome to Jersey Arts, the podcast. I'm Susan Wallner, series producer for State of the Arts, NJN Public Television's weekly arts program. The Piero Gallery of South Orange is a small community arts center, but its recent photography exhibit has been getting national and international press. I spoke to guest curator Laurel Patak about the genesis of the show, called Is It Possible to Make a Photograph of New Jersey, Regardless of Where You Are in the World? I had never been to this part of
1: New Jersey where the gallery is located, South Orange, and I had, you know, my familiarity with art spaces is much more in New York City where I live. So I was trying to, in my head, I kept imagining and really picturing, you know, what this place would be like. I knew it was inside a community center, and I was just, I had all of these preconceived ideas in my head. I noticed I had, like, this really visual picture of what I imagined this place was going to be like, you know, while I'm riding there on the train to go meet with the Gallery director and I thought, well, that is really weird. How would I have such a concrete picture in my head of this place that I've never been to, that I have no reason to actually imagine, you know? And I was kind of thinking about that uh, a little bit as uh, as a mechanism, and how could I maybe translate that idea into the whole idea for the exhibition? Um, So what I did was I put out an open call for work. Um, I run a blog about contemporary photography called IHeartPhotograph.com, and that's sort of how I've got my, my. my start curating has been a more kind of untraditional route through the digital online world um, through curating this website. Um, And I put out this open call for work there. I sent it to a few other blogs. And you just kind of in the viral nature of the internet, it spread and spread and spread. And it was up for four weeks. And I think I saw it translated, you know, into Dutch, into German, into Spanish. It found its way into all of these amazing websites all over the world. Um, And so the idea was that the exhibition posed this question, and people would take pictures in response to this question and send them back. Everything was uploaded through a website. It was all done completely digitally. Um, And, you know, I was kind of, you know, when you put out an open call for work, you just have no idea what to expect. You don't know what's going to come back. Um, And I was kind of flabbergasted when I realized how many people submitted work. And um, the show represents uh, 189 artists from 18 different countries across the world. Um, And there's over a thousand images on view, and what I decided to do is I decided to accept every single photograph that was submitted into the open call for work. So, you know, it's it's a lot, it's much more about the kind of democratic logic of how images exist on the internet as opposed to, you know, the kind of more, you know, high art Chelsea gallery scene idea of of art that I guess I'm sort of more familiar with and trying to break out, out into, you know, some other models for sort of curating
0: and thinking about how art could be seen Tell me about some of the ph- actual photographs that came through and, and, and some of your, maybe some of your favorites. You know, it's funny, everyone
1: always says, "Wow, well, which ones are your favorites? And well, it's how to so pick, hard right? to pick, you know, when you're looking at, at over a thousand images, right? How do you whittle it down? I mean, I guess, you know, what I tried to do is I tried to look more carefully at the work that I thought grappled with the question that the exhibition poses and, you know, some really interesting and sophisticated ways. I mean, one thing I will say about the work that came through that really astounded me is that it runs this completely broad spectrum. You have everything from people's like snapshots of like their daily lives L- l- you know, l- I look at their daily life in New Jersey to like really sophisticated conceptual artworks all kind of contained in this one place um, and you know that's another way that I think that you know the internet was kind of an inspiration for me right on the internet you have images of all types and sorts that kind of exist in one place you know and I, I don't think a lot of people think about this but before that we had you know something like a Google image search for instance right photography was kind of ghettoized into its various places you know fashion photography was in fashion spreads and fashion magazines, you know, your family snapshots were like, you know, under your bed in an album. Newspaper photos were on in the newspaper, you know. I mean, things were kind of really seg- segmented in this way. And one thing that I've been obsessed with that the internet really offers us in terms of image culture is that we see all of these various kinds of images together in one place. And so the exhibition was also kind of trying to pull on that model a little bit. Um, and I'd like to say that, you know, the outcome is actually like a physicalized Google image search for the word New Jersey
0: inside a gallery space. So did you ever do that? Did you, I mean, did you do that at the beginning? Okay. Type in New Jersey and what, and are the results similar or at all to what you came up with?
1: You know, I never sat down, like after, I did it in the beginning, but I have yet to sit down and kind of compare, but that would be a really interesting exercise. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of artists also worked in that way, I mean, that was something that I saw, you know, the very first entry that came in, came in, I think, 30 minutes after the open call had been sent out, which really blew my mind. And it was an artist who was working in um, the Netherlands. And he said, I knew instantly exactly what I wanted to talk about, I have never never been to New Jersey, I only know it through watching The Sopranos, that's it, that's my entire knowledge of this place. And so he went online and, you know, through these various kind of Google technologies, got to Google Earth which um, he can see, you know, satellite pictures of New Jersey from where he is, you know, all the way across the world. And he took screen grabs of, you know, what New Jersey looks like in this kind of, you know, very satellite, like, futuristic map kind of looking thing. Um, And, you know, people engaged with it in all different ways. Another great example of someone starting with, like, a Google image search and then translating that into a piece for the exhibition um, would be a French photographer named Christopher Mayut, who he took... um, Uh, He did a Google image search for New Jersey City, and, uh, sorry, for Jersey City and uh, he took uh, the photograph of Jersey City's skyline and then he very meticulously in his studio cut out in paper a replica of the skyline and then photographed it, right? So this is a really interesting translation where he's starting from a photograph of a place he's never been that he can access through the internet and then actually physicalizing it and making it, you know, into this 3D model which then gets photographed and turned back into this two-dimensional photograph that he submits for the exhibition.
0: So a lot of people actually created work for this.
1: It was a real mix. I'd say uh, maybe about half and half. Um, Half people, you know, submitted snapshots that they'd had from vacation in New Jersey or, you know, things that already existed. But I'd say probably about half the people also decided to really kind of take this on as an art project and really kind of invent something specifically for
0: the exhibition. Do you think that most of the people who are included in the catalog or in the exhibit think of themselves as artists.
1: Well, I mean that's another really interesting thing. It totally runs the spectrum, and you know there there's everything from you know someone who described themselves as a dentist and a photography enthusiast um, who sent a really great picture that's um, of Imperial Rome with giant stadium photoshopped in over where the Colosseum would be, um, to you know people who you know there's someone who was in the inaugural show for the new museum who also had work in the show. So um, you know it really kind of runs the full spectrum. And, you know, tons of people from New Jersey themselves, you know, who live there and that's their daily life. And, you know, showing kind of uh, submitting pictures that kind of show what their daily existence is like in this place to, you know, people who have absolutely never been to New Jersey, or maybe never even heard of it, you know, before this. And this kind of exhibition is what put it on the radar for
0: them, which is pretty interesting. So what are some of the recurrent themes that you found in going through the submissions?
1: Yeah, I mean, one thing, theme that really shocked me that I noticed repeated again and again would be people who are working with the shape of New Jersey as it exists on a map, Um, you know, and that's probably people who haven't been to New Jersey. So, right, their experience of it is mediated through how this kind of visually plays out on a map. Um, a lot of people took pictures of just like really vernacular kind of snapshot pictures of like the infrastructure of New Jersey like you see buildings, you see highways you know you see these kind of very mundane things that you just kind of experience in daily life that kind of get repeated. I noticed a number of people worked with you know the kind of stereotypes about New Jersey that already exist in the world like you know the idea of New Jersey as the armpit of America was translated into a photograph by one woman who actually took just a a really close-up shot of her boyfriend's armpit, um, which is pretty funny. You know, people working with the idea of trash and, you know, kind of New Jersey as this, like, garb, you know, I think in, in, you know, there's this idea of New Jersey as a place where your garbage gets taken away to, right, if you live in New York City. Um, People
0: working with those kinds of stereotypes. so would you say that New Jersey has an image problem from your from your collection?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's funny. I mean, you know, putting out an open call for for work like this, I just was a little nervous on behalf of the gallery, you know, what could potentially come in Um, you know, how negative would people's ideas and portrayals of New Jersey be, but I have to say by and large I don't think it comes off that way at all, in fact I think you see such a multiplicity of images and voices represented that you can't reduce it to categories like a good picture of New Jersey or a bad picture of New Jersey, you know, I think it kind of defies that, Um, it it becomes a much more complicated picture of a place than, than any of those kind of of like simple binary categories, we could reduce it to.
0: How did you physically display everything?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, you know, I I did, I was realizing, you know, putting someone in a room with a thousand, more than a thousand images could be a really overwhelming experience. So one way to kind of help people understand the project and kind of move through the gallery space, you know, I made very, I was very conscious of the decisions about how to hang the show. And there again, I think I took some pretty untraditional routes. Um, When you walk into the space, the first thing you see is um, it's about, there are about 500 five by seven inch sized photographs and they're pinned to the wall all over the place in this really chaotic way. I mean you just walk in and you just see pictures surrounding you everywhere, this flood of images. And what's really interesting, I chose to print them so small for a reason, because I really wanted people to have to really look and engage and kind of walk up to these images and contemplate them. So you kind of walk in and you see this sea of images and then you kind of have to look out of the corner of your eye and then something grabs you and you kind of walk to it and you have to navigate there and you uh, and have to really kind of spend time and look at these things. Another strategy that we used for the installation was um, we have these pedestals that have a lot of these five by sevens just kind of loose out where you can actually sit, sit there and sift through them and look through them and you know that is completely something that is like you know out of you know you never see that in a, in a museum exhibition you know being able to actually touch and handle the art and having that tactile experience um, and it was really gratifying to see people at the opening for the exhibition because they were so you know they were really so interested in sifting through this pile and and looking at things and engaging with art in a way that I think that is really outside of a typical exhibition experience. The other decision that I made was to use some digital displays to kind of refer back to the idea of the computer and the digital world, but also, you know, to be able to display a huge mass of images in a, you know, kind of limited amount of space. So there are some digital frames. There's a laptop that shows a slideshow with like over 500 images. So
0: How has the reaction been to the exhibit? Uh,
1: you know, it has blown my mind. I would have never guessed that people would really be so excited about this idea But the mainstream press has really gotten into this. I mean, the show was on the front page of the New Jersey Star-Ledger, which is this really major newspaper. It was the lead story. I mean, how often do you see an art exhibition take the lead story in a newspaper? And, you know, it all kind of started with that. And then the, the Associated Press ran a piece about it. And of course, that's syndicated. So right in the same way that did, you know, the digital worlds exist where, you know, things can get sent out really rapidly all around the world. So the AP does this story. And then, I see it, you know, the next day, and it's in USA Today, it's in the China Post, it's in the International Herald Tribune, you know, and it's just really been amazing to, and you know, another thing, you know, even at the opening for the exhibition, right, watching how a lot of the artists were there, and a lot of local people who support the gallery regularly, and then a lot of people who had just heard about the hype about the exhibition and wanted to come see what it was, but one thing that was really, really moving for me as a curator is it was the most engaged audience. I have ever seen at an art opening in my entire life. I mean, people really were touching these things and looking and hunting around and really engaging with this material in a way that was so exciting to see and was really, you know, I mean, I guess it's what you always hope for when you create a show, but unfortunately, I don't know that it always pans out that way. And it was... Really amazing to see people get that excited about
0: the work. Well, I I, I know the reaction I had when I read about it was I instantly started thinking, well, what would I have submitted? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think anybody, especially people who have some notion of New Jersey, go like, oh, well, that's what pops into my mind. Exactly, yeah. So it's something that um, really... Everybody has a reaction.
1: It's true, and you know, one thing that I was also really interested in was making a question that could you could relate to on so many different levels, you know? It really could be open to anyone, and it's so wide open for interpretation, and I think that's been one of the real strengths
0: of the exhibition and why, you know, there's been so much interest in it. Is it possible to make a photograph of New Jersey regardless of where you are in the world? will be at the Piero Gallery of South Orange through May 25th, 2008, with a panel discussion on the Google Aesthetic taking place May 22nd. For more information, visit pierogallery.org. For more information about the arts in New Jersey, visit jerseyarts.com. Jersey Arts, the podcast, is a production of State of the Arts. Watch it on NJN Public Television Fridays at 8.30 p.m. and Wednesdays at 11.30 p.m. Individual stories can be seen anytime on njn.net. The New Jersey State Council on the Arts is proud to co-produce State of the Arts. The New Jersey State Council on the Arts, encouraging excellence in the arts since 1966. Additional support was provided by the Geraldine R. Dodge Foundation, supporting cultural, educational, and environmental initiatives that make our world more livable.